Welcome to the Random Wellness Podcast with your host, Nicole Van Quaito, nutritionist, owner, Simply Nick, and taco enthusiast. Join me each week for all things random wellness, including intuitive nutrition, entrepreneurship, holistic living, good vibes, and a dash of woo-woo. I hope this podcast gives you a good laugh, teaches you something new, and helps you up-level your health. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Random Wellness Podcast with myself, Nicole Van Quaitham, registered holistic nutritionist and owner of Simply Nick. So I feel like I'm just on a solo episode recording role here. I kind of had a realization uh, not that long ago when someone reached out to me being like, hey, uh, let's like record our podcast episode soon. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing any recordings until the fall, like for the fall launch. And then I'm like, oh, it's mid-August, September is literally like two and a half weeks away, should probably start planning out the podcast for season two. So yeah, I've just been like in a weird flow and quite honestly, I've made like no notes when planning these solo episodes. I'm honestly speaking from like what is on the top of my mind, what I feel like talking about that day. So today I want to talk about things like cravings and quote-unquote willpower. Um, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about cravings and willpower and that kind of thing, and I do want to do an episode on intuitive eating. However, I do have an episode from season one with Carrie Wilson, and we touch on intuitive eating, so that's a really great kind of introduction into the topic, but I do want to get into that a little bit more um, specifically in season two, but Yeah, I just find that a lot of people think that they have like these intense cravings and if they, you know, like eat chocolate or like binge on chips or something that they just don't have willpower and all of this nonsense. So yeah, I just wanted to clarify, you know, just do a quick episode on cravings and willpower and that type of thing. Um, One of the things that I probably hear the most often in terms of craving is around sugar. Um, And that largely has to do with our food system. Uh, We are constantly pushed to buy products and eat foods that contain processed carbohydrates and refined sugar. And even in the holistic nutrition space, and like I've been guilty of it to some extent, um, just not clarifying what I mean, but we you know, you hear a lot about, oh, using coconut sugar, maple syrup, or honey, which, I mean, those are better alternatives to cane sugar, but they're still sugar. And I talk about this in one of the other recent episodes. So um, that's also not going to help in terms of cravings. And uh, yeah, it's hard to get away from it when it's in everything that we eat. So one of the things that I recommend, if you are someone that's craving sugar, uh, just take a look at the labels of the foods that you're eating and just see if there's Uh, sugar in, you know, things that might not be as obvious. And also look up different names for sugar, because that's a nice tricky thing that companies like to do, um, using different forms of sugar, different names in the ingredients list. So it might not seem like sugar is in there, but it might be something like, um, you know, fructose, um, corn syrup, uh, I think they're like brown rice syrup, there's honestly so many different names and variations of sugar. So just keep that in mind. Um, But yeah, I, before I go on a tangent about (laughs) eating sugar, uh, one thing I just want to mention again, I'm not going to get too much into intuitive eating, but I think there's, again, 
people think that they don't have willpower because they, you know, all of a sudden binge on a box of Oreo cookies or bag of chips when, again, like I said, our food system is pretty much setting us up for, I don't want to say failure because I don't think it's failure, but um, for eating unhealthy and having these intense cravings and uh, causing us to binge. And I think diet culture is also a huge part of that. Uh, they perpetuate this ideal that, you know, not following a really strict meal plan or diet, quote unquote, uh, means that you're not motivated and you don't have willpower and like you're lazy, which is so not true. Um, there's actually some other just uh, chemical processes and other imbalances in our body that could be contributing to our cravings and our hunger and things like that. So like I said, sugar could be one of them. You might just be consuming more sugar than you realize, which is totally fine. I know that when I, like before I went to school for nutrition, I did not believe, like I could not believe how much sugar there was in the foods I was eating. Like looking in like tomato sauce and like the bread I was eating or the granola bars. Oh my gosh. That is like, I think I talk about this like all the time, but that is one of the things that just like drives me crazy, even in the health food section. But if you just go down like your regular granola bar aisle and you like see these like granola bars that have like people like hiking and like look so happy and stuff. And you actually look at the sugar content and it's like insane. Or in the health food section, um, I still buy some of these bars because they're good in terms of like having clean ingredients. But because they use things like dates and honey and maple to make, well, let's be real, like gluten-free bars taste good. <laughs> um, they can actually have quite a bit of sugar. Uh, like for example, and I'm not calling out brands because I actually still buy these. Um, I like water bars. They have very minimal ingredients, but again, they use dates. So the sugar content is pretty high. So it's not something that I would necessarily rely on or encourage someone to eat who has maybe blood sugar imbalances. But yeah, it's just crazy how much sugar is in the food that we're eating every day. So if you're someone that's always hungry, maybe one of the things that you need to look at is your blood sugar levels. Uh, maybe there's a more intense like hormone imbalance, maybe you need to balance like your like balance in terms of what you're eating, in terms of like healthy fats and good sources of carbohydrates and like protein. Um, so again, for some people it's honestly just eating more well-balanced meals. So, you know, eating steadily throughout the day, having healthy snacks that have fat and protein in them, uh, making sure they're adding like healthy oils and like avocado or nuts and seeds, nut and seed butter, um, meat or good sources of vegan protein to their meals. So yeah, that could honestly be the answer for some people. Other people, their blood sugar imbalances might be more severe than that, and that might be part of it, but they also may need some supplementation. Um, things like chromium can be helpful in terms of blood sugar imbalances, along with other supplements, which I won't get into, but like if you find that eating healthy fats and proteins at each meal and snack is not helping, um, and you, you've reduced your intake of refined sugar, then there might be a bigger imbalance there. And that's not to scare you or anything, but sometimes it also has to do with gut health and larger hormonal imbalances. For example, women with PCOS um, regularly have issues with blood sugar imbalances. People with digestive issues typically have you know issues with blood sugar, blood sugar imbalances. So. Um, 
that could also be leading to your weird cravings and things like that. So definitely something to keep in mind. And if you're listening to this and I'm talking about fats and proteins and you're really confused on that topic, um, I do believe there's an episode in season one where I talk about how to create well-balanced meals. So that might be helpful for you. And again, even then, I know there's a lot of misinformation around those um, what are called macronutrients. But uh, don't fear fat and don't fear protein and don't fear, fear carbohydrates either. Um, that's another thing that people tend to cut out and then find that they binge on um, because it, your body still needs uh, those foods in your diet. So that's another thing. Uh, cutting out foods to an extreme can also lead to these intense cravings. So I really find that a lot of it has to do with balance. So you know, some people use like the 80-20 rule or 70-30 rule. I don't even honestly think about it um, just because I listen to my body and I eat healthy for the most part. But, you know, I'm not going to deprive myself and nor should you of things like carbohydrates, um, you know, quote unquote junk food, if that's what you want to call it. And I also don't believe in cheat days because that can also lead to like binging. Like you might be, you know, trying to eat super clean, which is another word I, I don't like. Um, and then on Sundays, your cheat day, let's say, and you just like go crazy. Whereas maybe if you just let yourself and allowed yourself to have some of those foods throughout the week, you wouldn't feel this need to like binge on this food and then kind of mess with your metabolism and maybe not feel so good after because you just went from eating really clean I'm just using the word clean because that's, I feel like, what resonates with most people, clean food. And then also you're eating all this, like, crappy food and can make you feel worse, mess up your digestion, that kind of thing. So, yeah, balance has a lot to do, I think, with cravings. Um, just don't deprive yourself. And I'm not giving you, like, full permission to go, like, eat chips every single day. I mean, if you want to, like, I'm not going to stop you, like, to each their own. But if you're trying to eat healthy, um, again, just having those things in moderation uh, unless, you know, if you do have food sensitivities and that kind of thing and gut issues, I feel for you. That is me. I, for my anniversary, made a charcuterie board for my husband and I, and I bought regular cheese for him. And I thought I would have one piece of cheese, which I haven't done in so long. And <laughs> I'm not going to get into it, but let's just say I was not feeling good for like a solid week, which I know sounds really intense, but I just have been sensitive to dairy since I was like young. Um, and I developed more food sensitivities. Uh, as I got older due to gut issues. Um, so probably wasn't worth it to have that piece of cheese, but whatever, moving on. And yeah, so if you do have those food sensitivities, there are options out there if you still want to have a treat, you know, like if you have a dairy intolerance, there's vegan cheeses out there, there's dairy-free chocolate, um, so you can still have those kinds of things. Um, so many recipes for like gluten-free stuff, even grain-free if you find that grains don't agree with you. So even if you do have some restrictions in place, um, there's still ways that you can have that balance in your life and incorporate those fun foods without also compromising your gut health and like making you feel really terrible, which for some people, it's not bad. You know, maybe you only feel kind of crappy for a day or something but for people like myself sometimes it's just really not worth it because it can put you out for like you know a solid week or even longer um, another thing I like to encourage people to do is make sure they're getting enough fiber so again getting back to like the sugar and processed carbohydrates uh, a lot of these things have the fiber removed for them uh, which makes them digest a lot faster but also spikes your blood sugar and then you might be like okay, I just like had this 
like bagel or whatever. Again, bagels are great. I'm not saying anything is wrong with those. Uh, but you might be like, why am I hungry like an hour later? So make sure you get like things with like whole grains in them and not like the fake whole grains. There's a lot of interesting marketing around like, oh, like, you know, buy the brown bread instead of like the white bread, which if you actually look at the back, they're pretty much the same. Um, I think it's better to honestly include fiber in other forms. So instead of replacing like, I don't know, like maybe like the bread you're using, which probably should be done um, for most people. But I think it's honestly more important to focus on like, where can you add fiber into your diet? So can you add things like um, psyllium husk or flax meal to your smoothies? Uh, can you add more nuts and seeds into your diet? Can you make chia pudding? Um, there's a lot of options out there and I won't get into that, but just making sure you have lots of good fiber in your diet can also help with balancing your blood sugar and those cravings that you might be confused about. Um, another thing that might be leading to these issues are some lifestyle factors. So stress is a huge one. Stress can really mess with blood sugar imbalances, um, cravings. And then too, if you think about it, if you're stressed, you know, there's also like that mental aspect where maybe at night you just like find that you like need something in your hand and you know, you just want to sit in front of the TV and like have a snack, which again, like I still do that from time to time. There's no problem with that. I, I'm just at that point now in my life where I can recognize when I'm doing that and just enjoy it. Um, but sometimes in your chest, you're just like not really thinking about the food that you're eating and then you get really hungry and then you might like binge on something and then regret it later. Or you might feel crappy or your blood sugar might fluctuate. Um, so that's another thing to keep in mind. There's a whole science behind stress and blood sugar imbalances. Uh, so I won't get into that, but definitely if you find that you have some cravings or some blood sugar imbalances, then definitely look at your stress levels and also your sleep. Sleep is a huge one. Um, they have studies around sleep and blood sugar imbalances. And I won't get into that, but pretty much getting <laughs> enough sleep is like important for like most, most health um, and like nutrition imbalances. Uh, yeah, it's just essentially has to do with um, a hormone that regulates your appetite. So if you're not getting enough sleep, uh, that can impact uh, that hormone. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Again, I think I talked about emotions. I talked about like the psychological side of it, the stress, um, having just balanced blood sugar levels by you know, decreasing your intake of refined sugars, refined carbohydrates, and increase your intake of you know, healthy fats, proteins, and carbs, while also having balance in your life and not restricting yourself to the point that you binge on something and you know, you're constantly craving sugar because you never let yourself have it. Um, you know, there's, there's two ways about it. Uh, there's also some other things that you can do. Again, you want to make sure that there isn't some other underlying hormone or gut health imbalance, um, that might need the support of a nutritionist or a naturopath or a doctor. Um, but yeah, you know, you want to make sure that you don't have something like maybe PCOS that could be further impacting your blood sugar levels. 
um, you want to focus on your mental health. You want to focus on your digestion and make sure you're actually digesting foods properly and also getting the nutrients out of them. So I'm trying to think, I think that's the key points that I wanted to bring up in terms of like cravings and quote unquote willpower. Willpower is honestly BS. And I honestly think you're going to hear more and more about people talking about willpower and how it's just not a thing. Um, it honestly, I just think it's really detrimental way of thinking about um, food and how we eat. Um, but yeah, if you guys are into these kind of topics, let me know because I do want to talk more about intuitive eating, which will kind of follow the path of things like cravings and willpower. Uh, a lot of it has to do with that balance in your life. Listening to your body, what does it need? What does it want? Sometimes you just want to eat food out of pure enjoyment, and that is totally okay. So if you are into intuitive eating, that kind of thing, let me know, and I will definitely dedicate an episode to it and maybe get some more guests on it who actually focus on that as like their practice um, because they probably have even more to add to the conversation, which would be fantastic. So yeah, thank you so much for tuning into this quick episode. I hope it helped you kind of, you know, think about willpower and cravings in a different light. And maybe if you are someone who thinks that they're having these really intense cravings, um, some of these basic steps can be a good jumping point for you, like sleep, stress, balanced meals, reducing intake of refined sugars and carbohydrates. And if like that still isn't doing it for you, then maybe you do need to focus uh, a little bit more intensely on supplementation, digestion, and uh, more specific things in, in regards to hormone health. So thank you so much for listening and we will chat soon. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode and don't forget to join the conversation over on socials at Simply Nick Nutrition and online at simplynicknutrition.com. 